examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on the scope. Alzheimer's, autism, fragile X syndrome, and memory loss all have something in common. There's a protein in the cell called ARC, which is thought to be an important part in causing all of these syndromes. My guest, Jason Shepard, an assistant professor in neurobiology and anatomy, is investigating this protein and what it can tell us about how the brain works. Dr. Shepard, what is it that all of these diseases have in common? Well, so um, we think that the way information is stored in the brain is through the way the cells in the brain connect to each other, and those, those connections are called synapses. And uh, a lot of what we're studying is how those synapses work, how they uh, change when you experience something. And this protein arc, we think, is critical for transducing information from the outside. So anything you experience or, or something that you're learning um, into uh, molecular changes at those synapses in the brain. So it has to do with memories or learning or both? Uh, both. So, so you know, memories are just learning that's being stored for, uh, you know, a certain amount of time. And really my lab is, is, that's the main question that we're trying to answer is at, at the cellular molecular level, how, are, how is information stored at the brain for the long term? Um, and this is really critical for what the brain does. It can kind of understand how that might work with, say, memory loss and Alzheimer's. But how would that figure into something like autism? The brain evolved to store information and use that information to uh, modulate behavior. The, the cardinal f- behaviors uh, that go wrong in autism are very complicated behaviors like social interaction and language acquisition. And we think that uh, because this gene is so critical for maintaining those synaptic changes, uh, any way that you that you can um, have a deficiency in that gene or it's misregulated, you get uh, cognitive dysfunction. And, and art could be a way that it's the organism, the animal, or the person is, is processing their environment, is, right. is learning from their environment. Yep. ARC is one of those genes that's really tightly regulated by experience. So in a normal brain that you're just sitting in the room um, not learning anything, its expression is really low. Mm-hmm. And then it, as soon as you start to learn something or you experience something novel, it get, the gene gets turned on and it gets the protein itself um, is highly regulated at the synapse. And so it's downstream of all these signaling events in the cell. And well, the, the cell really just wants it to be on and off very quickly. And a lot of these diseases um, seem to result from other mutations or something going wrong in, in one of those signaling events. And because ARC is the, the protein that seems to be doing a lot of the work at the synapse, we think that um, it's inv- it's involved in a lot of these diseases because it's sort of the endpoint of those signaling cascades. What are you investigating? Well, right now we're sort of taking a very multi-pronged approach. So everything from trying to figure out what the structure of the protein is, um, what it's doing at the synapse, uh, all the way to how it affects circuits in the brain. And so we, we have... Uh, a microscope that allows us to image into a mouse even though even while it's awake and behaving and so we can image uh the activity of of the neurons and how they change uh during a learning experience and then we can see how arc has changed during that experience and if we manipulate the protein levels what happens um to the to the way the, the animal learns and we can do that both in 
a normal mouse as well as in mice that we model those autism spectrum disorders or Alzheimer's um, or even schizophrenia. So there was a, a recent uh, study that came out looking at human patients and one of the sort of uh, exciting things in, in psychiatric disorders is, is that we can now sequence genomes mm. of people and find out what are the genetic inheritance or what, what are the genes involved in some of these diseases. And one of the uh, uh, genes or one of the sets of genes that have come out are the ones that seem to act at the synapse and ARC is one of those as well. Um, so we think that there's there's really tight links between these psychiatric disorders and I think the big issue now is trying to figure out what, why are some causing schizophrenia, why are some causing bipolar, why are some causing autism. Even within the same family that have similar mutations, you can get all three of those kinds of psychiatric disorders. I mean, we know that these disorders run in families, but yeah, sometimes it's not a single disorder. Mm-hmm. And so you think this might be a link? Yeah, because I, you know, I think the the whole question of nature versus nurture is not really should really it's not really a question anymore. It's clearly an interaction of both. And so this gene is one of those genes that is in the middle. That it, it's it's a gene that's that's you know regulated by genetics because it's regulated by a bunch of other proteins that are um, involved in those signaling cascades, but then it's also responsive to the environment so that whatever is happening to the the brain and that circuit, it's acting in response to what the organism is is doing at any given time. And so um, we know that obviously experiences and the environment affect a lot of these psychiatric disorders and how they manifest. And so we think that, yeah, it could be a, a link between the two. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.